0: We may be in the midst of a lot of things going on racism, but it's still centennial year for the ladies of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Uh, oh, we gotta yeah. give it to you. We
1: oh, yeah. gotta give it to you, right? I mean, shout out for real though to like go through a whole pa- like a pandemic during your centennial year. Like yeah. y'all, that that is sh- definitely shout out much and a, and a lot of love. Um. We here supporting, we here, listen
0: appreciate you. We appreciate We know it's all speak yeah.
1: love over here today We love you Okay, so we <laughs> introduce ourselves for those who don't know Because as people are joining Welcome, welcome, welcome
2: Welcome
1: Okay
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome So you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Oops. I will go
1: first, I guess So I, my name is Ann Edwards And um, I what do i do i am an i'm the <laughs> acting director i know yeah, I'm, 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 i am the acting director of the center for black studies um at northern illinois university in illinois so i am in illinois and i'm excited to be on um, to chat with everyone today so be resilient come on finer find women come on and be resilient
0: well, since she said that, I guess I'll go ahead and introduce myself. Uh-huh. Let, me, let me reintroduce myself. My name Why is <laughs> no. so, uh, Kelly, also known as Dr. K. I am here in Greensboro, North Carolina, representing the HBCU, uh, working at North Carolina A&T State University. Go Aggies. Um, what do I do? Oh. I do assessment. I do student affairs assessment. Yes, <laughs> yes you do. For a division of 150 plus, so I, yeah, I'm here.
2: Awesome. Hello, all. Um, my name is um Dr. Valerie.
0: Come on, up, up. Every time you
2: say it, girl. <laughs> Every time. Girl, let's The singles.
1: singles. Um, so,
2: (laughs) so I am at Wichita State University. Um, I'm an assistant professor in educational leadership at psych, and I coordinate the higher ed and student affairs program there. And I am definitely excited to connect with you all today. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, And definitely shout out to our other co-host, Jasmine Lewis, representative. Woo! um, Shout out to her. Uh. It's the check-in, y'all. We've been gone for about a month and a half, relaxing, still working. We're back.
1: Mm-hmm. Who been relaxing?
0: <laughs> Who relaxing?
1: Right. Oh, Listen
0: okay. y'all, y'all can't act that we live. We got to at least act like we got some sense. That is. Like, this <laughs>
1: is the check-in. This is the space to say yeah. what's real. It
0: that is. is. We're talking about anything. Come on. If you have, if there's a topic that you want to talk about, especially as it relates to being a black woman, please put it in the chat so we can have that conversation. If you want to hop in on on the um the live, I got think I got a way to get you to hop in. Um. So yeah, we want to just want to have a conversation. Um. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked, we we wrapped up talking about COVID. I think. Um, I think so. COVID is still here. Yes. Mm. Since then we are in a protesting era as it relates to racism. So
1: we got... now which was here with COVID. So I just want people like it's
0: racism
2: been. is not new.
0: It's been here. Right. But some people oh. act like it just got here.
2: It's it's, it's a revelation to so many people. It's like a shock. Yeah.
0: Right. And I don't understand that.
2: Because it's been here for 400 years.
1: But you know what? This is what I have come to learn. That if it has not impacted your family, if it doesn't impact you, um, Mm -hmm. then you can almost like block it out as if it doesn't exist. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's easier.
0: So So, I've been kind of quiet on it for a while. At least mm -hmm. what's been going on now because... I don't want to act out of character. But then again, I don't really care. Um,
1: I thought we wasn't acting up because we don't lie.
0: (laughs) I I can't help but to be me. You know? You're right. I I, I try to be the realest of the real at all times. Right. Uh, You won't find a fake bone in my body. Uh, But I'm, I'm concerned about. A lot. So let me start here. I'm concerned about our black students. So I'm gonna speak to you all on this because you two are a predominantly white institutions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about our black students coming back to PWIs. Mm-hmm. And what's been going on now, mm-hmm. and what that looks like yeah. for them?
1: Right. I, I think that it really depends on the institution, and so I, I just want to, you know, so the work that I do um, as a as a cultural resource center director and also having an academic arm in my building. I think one of the things um, I've been in conversation, I have a pop-in group chat with all the a lot of the directors of Black Cultural Centers across the country. Um, and we have really been supporting each other. We've had virtual town halls. We are encouraging students to advocate. I think um, what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of, the um diversity resources started with black studies which started with protests like this at predominantly white institutions and Mm -hmm. so you know this is a time for students to to really organize and 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 really be thoughtful and say what they want you know and so i'm not necessarily well I shouldn't say I'm not concerned. What I should say is that if if I'm doing my job the way that I need to, I hope and and I can get students on board, then we will see some some changes. And I think that our students would be. Um, I think that we're going to come out of this in a in, in a better on um, with better institutions, better campuses, and I will say, at least for my institution, that we already had a lot of stuff popping in terms of diversity. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of these universities are playing catch up, doing some performative stuff, writing statements, you know, but, but it's not about writing the statement. The question is, and, and I'm talking about higher education institutions, but also companies. Okay, great. That statement was awesome. But how do you opera, operationalize that right. statement? What are you going to do for real, for real?
2: Exactly. Right. Where's the action. Right. Well, because it's easier, it's easier to do the statement, right? But the work after is kind of like this follow through. I mean, I think the same conversation can be had when we look at, you know, the NFL and how the NFL came, you know, and made the statement, but yet, I mean, wasn't as thoughtful in terms of, okay, so, but what about Cap though? Cause you blacklisted this man, this black right. man. Um, when, when he peacefully was protesting and this, mm-hmm. and connectedly. So, I mean, we're centering black women here. And so we can look at how um, NBC, you know, made a statement, but yet when Gabrielle Union came out mm. to talk about, you know, uh, experiencing racism, and sexism intersectionally, they couldn't hear her right. and they yet to come out and say that. So it's like, okay, but you can make the statement, but how are you actually connecting that to the real and, and, you know, and that trickle down effect, how, how does that impact the people who, who, who report to your institution?
0: Yeah. yeah
1: including you know, faculty, including black faculty, because right. I think we talk a lot about students and, and students are absolutely important, but, and also Black faculty and academics who have experienced this um, these type of environments. I mean, students who are giving them lower ratings than other people, openly um, questioning their credentials and qualifications. Just mm-hmm. all manners of stuff mm-hmm. that really, uh, or even like faculty who are not of the you know people of color persuasion that are you know have been allowed. To, to act extremely um, racist for a lot of decades. Like I literally saw a post that said, now is the time. If you want to know what you can do to help Black Lives Matter, retire. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. It was literally, oh,
0: it was wait, literally wait, 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 wait. Who
1: said that? I'm about to find it. I I literally saw that. And I was like, now is the time. Like if you're talking about all of this stuff, you popping off, you saying that you want to do stuff to help black people. Then how about you start and you retire? I kid you not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. These folks have been, especially if they are cemented with tenure. Mm -hmm. I mean, these folks, you know, you know, many students come across them and in evaluations, you know, say, hey, listen, this was said in the classroom. I mean, you know, um, I think I had heard of a, of a story of, you know, a professor saying something to, you know, specifically calling out the black students. And it's kind of right. like, okay, so we know of these cases, but yet, you know, things stop, aka, you know, them getting tenure and then getting cemented. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, what happens? And so, I think this is where that connection to okay, so let's stop talking and let's start doing right. Because it, so it says
1: some teachers might be wondering, what can I do to end racism on my campus? For many, the answer is early retirement. And so, if you don't follow <laughs> diversity in academia, you know, and, and and just seeing all this stuff, so I don't know if you all have been seeing the post. Um, share the mic now.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. So
1: tomorrow is the academia edition. And so I just want to shout out there's gonna be all these different people who are sharing, but one of them is Sight of Sister. They, on, are, sister. they are literally sharing the mic. Um, they they will be on somebody's page. Was that on I Twitter? Find I miss that. It
0: shout was on Instagram, Rick Williams and Dr. John Collier, of Sister Founder. Shout out to you, black women.
1: Yeah, all- literally, they're taking over at academy, a Ac- acad. Wait, academy. I don't know. I okay. It's on Instagram, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, will share it on our page because I can't pronounce it clearly.
0: But so these people retire, okay? Who yes. comes? Who comes in now to educate? Well, that's- and that's where
1: the student advocacy comes in, because a lot of students are saying we want more black faculty and staff. And right. we want you to make sure that when you are hiring that that without breaking any laws and all that stuff, but that you are absolutely making the, the best effort that you can more than we don't see them now. Right. Mm-hmm. I just want to mention that there's a systemic issue in that though, right? And so I, this is how I explain it to people. When we have people who graduate from psych, pro, big programs like psychology, big liberal arts programs, and then we, we, we talk to them about next steps and careers, you know, how can we encourage more people to go into psychology and become mm-hmm. clinical psychologists so that we have more clinical psychologists to staff for our counseling centers? Right. You know, versus mm-hmm. steering them toward careers that you steering them, first of all, without right. letting them know the ability for them to go into all these different. Because part of the issue is that we I don't know if we necessarily have, you know, in all these different areas, enough people going into these programs. And then once they get there, we're oftentimes they're not feeling supported and then they leave academia altogether.
0: Yeah. Shout out to. um Dr. Ray She's Bundy right. at Wiley College, who is a Black woman and a clinical psychologist. Yes, yeah, she, she is a yeah. doc herself. Yeah. Shout out to her. Uh, but you're right. You're, you're right mm-hmm. in terms of hiring practices and the majors that we as Black Black individuals um, take up in college and how that transitions to the workplace, especially. So you know, with some institutions, you have to have a doctorate degree, right, to be in some of these uh, teaching. Spaces, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that alone is a different topic about Black folks and obtaining a doctorate. Girl. Degree. Girl, listen, let me. That's a whole thing. We can we I can have a whole another show on just Black folks and the doctorate degree.
2: The German. and Black folks who are professors and right. how if they support their folks, right?
0: you know my famous, you know my famous line. Oh. All skin folk ain't kin folk.
2: Listen, that's more near
0: Hur- Hurston. Like just totally. Not. It's, it's it's just not. So we got a, a comment. Let me let me show this. Um I would love to hear how you feel about the black women who are rising amidst our current pandemic, academically, mm-hmm. financially, and holistically.
1: Can I just say that cream of the crop rise to the top you know one of the things that we don't talk about is how black women have been doing all of these, these amazing things forever mm-hmm. right nice. and so we're looking at government officials like you seen seeing these mayors in these major cities i'm close to chicago you know atlanta i want to say san francisco is that another um black mm-hmm. mayor so you have these people. and then but i want to shout out in the financial space so if y'all don't follow the budgetista or Brown Ambition ah, the yeah. podcast, they have been going all the way in. And I'm like, yes, yes. Let this conversation be, um, you know, I, and I tell, and I have today, I, I literally sent an email and I said, this is not magic. This is black girl excellence, which Come is on. what we have
2: always been. Yeah. But, can, but Can we critique that magic though? I think yes. sometimes when we talk about that black girl magic and the strong black woman, like we do so without, it's like, there's no room to be human. It's like, you always have to perform at this high level, but no one else is called to that same type of standard. There's mm-hmm. something that happens in terms of what we expect black women. And that same standard is not always held to other folks. Right. Um, and I think that's problematic and something else. Um, and, and I think kind of, even in looking at the question, we rise because we have to. Mm-hmm. We perform because there's no other option. Um, I, I think there's this conversation of we're in these spaces, in these spaces, and always trying to, you know, like, I deserve to be here. My degree, you know, grants me this space. My my whole, like, not only sh- should I be here, I'm claiming this space is my own. Right. But because of that, you also don't get room to, to be, to have a day. Yeah. I mean, so many if you if you look at the hashtags, I mean, um, and the, they did a really great article in the Chronicle of Higher Ed and talking about like, you know, black in the ivory and hashtag, you know, like uh, black in HESA where folks were finally able. Now, in, in community, we say what we talk about the other side of having to perform at this high level academically, personally, holistic, all of that. Mm-hmm. But the, the academy doesn't see that. Our community sees that we're coming and tired like, you know, this whole moment is a lot, you know, and talking to people who are so shocked that racism is still happening, right. shocked that all of this. And it's like we still have to come and still have to confront covert racism, mm-hmm. you know, and microaggressions and micro assaults and still yet rise. So I don't know it's, there's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, and
0: I think we, we've we talked about it across our platform in the podcast since the, the first episode. And like we like like transparent moment before we went live, I was talking to Anne like I got a lot going on. I'm burnt out. And then she said, but are you because you still you still going? And it's like for me. Uh-huh. In my mind, I feel like I don't have an, any other choice but to keep going. But also, yeah. in my mind, I realized that if I keep going and I my body shuts down, ain't got nothing to keep going with. And so mm-hmm. I got to make a decision. And if because of how people see me, if I put on pause, then the questions would be, you all right? You good? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? With you? I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I don't need you to be questioning me taking time for myself. Um, and so when, when I think holistically, we, we really... We can't feel guilty, yeah, for, for choosing for choosing us. Um, and I know for me, I gotta find better ways to manage my stress, uh, mm. so that you know it doesn't come off, and I'm not attacking the wrong people with my stress. Um, man, I think about growing up. I never wanted to be in a space like this, higher ed, all this growing up, and going to a PWI being the only or one of few black people in my program in exercise science i saw racism like i saw all of this stuff mm. and but i never like grasped it like what it really meant to me and mm. now that i'm in the the higher ed academic field and watching it from a different lens a more educated lens i'm like this is a lot of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it's a lot and then When you have your white counterpart that, how can I put this? You know, don't let what's going on give you the mindset that I can't complete my task.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm. Because what's going on has always
0: been going on and I've still been completing my task. So don't let this be a distraction for the action I'm about to give you. You know what I'm saying? For (laughs) the smoke smoke that's about to happen. (laughs) <laughs> listen, I'm being real because I mean, it's, it's either going to be a distraction, a transaction, or an interaction. Either way, I'm gonna give you some action. So,
2: okay. you, oh, talk, this is coming your way. Listen, it's yeah. coming, it's
0: coming, but don't let what's going on make you feel like that I need time to, to whatever process, etc. Some people, yes, for me. And I'm going to keep going. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all in different ways. Like, I saw a meme talking about, you know, I support, um, you know, from the black sense, you know, I support protesting, but I ain't about to be out there walking. That's me. I'm not finna be out there walking. I'm going to support you. I'm going to tell you, go. I'll bring you water bottles at the end. But I know I ain't finna go out there walk. I don't even walk on my good days. Okay. So- <laughs> wow. I have a different way of processing what's
1: going on. But not even just processing. I think that that is so limiting for us to think that there's only one way to participate. When every movement, Mm -hmm. um, every social movement, it was so complex and multi-layered, right? There, There was definitely more of a, you know, a protest, you know, vibe. But then there was also people who were doing litigation and and trying Mm -hmm. to change policy. There Mm -hmm. are people who are educating those about what do you need to know? There are people who are in all these different spheres. You know, there are people who are financing it. Right. And so we have got to stop um, making it seem like. And and this is what really gets me sometimes that your blackness, your 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 womanness, all of that is tied in to somehow if you don't do this, you are not black enough or you don't care enough. Or and I was like that 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 shows how little we have educated people about social movements. Mm-hmm. And, right. and th- there are people who write about them that and everybody has
2: there are people who research. Everybody plays a part. True, That's my opinion. It, it's, it's a movement. And things mm-hmm. move in different ways. Come on. Um, it may not be. I mean, the truth of the matter is we are literally smacked up in a pandemic. Yes. And you may want to march. I've, I've seen many, you know, had many conversations with people. I was just... Um, at the post office the other day, and, you know, they were like, you know, I want to march, but I'm, you know, compromised. The fact that I'm even getting my mail is concerning. And so it's figuring out other ways to engage. And And the beautiful thing there has been. And that's one of the things that's come out of this, this time is that there's been so many resources that have been sent out, whether that is as you pay for bail, because a lot of folks have been arrested at these protests. Protests have kind of went left and right.
0: Yeah.
2: And so whether that is paying for that, whether that is, you know, supporting your local, um, you know, you know, city centers or, you know, doing something in terms of like advocacy. There's 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 things. And the truth of the matter is that this has been happening for so long. There have been folks in boots on the ground who've been doing this work who need support to do this work. Right. Um, And I think that's also important. I mean, it's a it's a global it's a global organization. I was looking at CBS today and they said one guy, he changed the name of his organization to it's like Black Lives Matter, but it's like the foundation. And so sometimes he gets Black Lives Matter funds and they were like, well, wait a minute, you're not a part of the national. He was like, well, if they meant to give it to me, then. Then uh, then I receive it. But if they, you know, meant to kind of give it to the national organization, I mean, and they say that to me, then I can, you know, give that back. I was like, sir. Right. Sir. Listen. But, so. but
1: that brings up another point is people out here who are who are literally profiting
0: mm-hmm. over mm-hmm.
1: people's pain on purpose. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: How many how many companies that you have used? Have sent you emails. You know, this is not our stance. This is not how we feel. Yeah. You know. And I almost want to say, if you didn't, if you don't feel that way. I mean, and I think it's a catch-22. Some people say if you don't make a statement, then you agree with it. But I'm almost like, don't make a statement if it doesn't have any action.
0: True. And yeah. then recognizing everybody all ain't the same. Yes. Ooh. Whoop. Come on, Doctor K. Give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on here. We too many times we try to do somebody else's assignment because we trying to be up there with them. But you don't know what they had to go through to get that all. Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. That's true too. That's very true. That's and, I, true.
1: and I and I and I think. So I was very purposeful because of course I wrote a statement as as the leader of a set of a of a, a cultural resource and a black cultural center space. You know, you know, George Floyd is definitely the impetus, you know, mm-hmm. but man, how many black people have gotten killed?
0: Right. Like
1: this is not about it's, it's not even about It is about the whole of it, right? And, and 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 a little bit. It's about the fact that you know all of this. I can't even say justice, but all of these moves have been made in his case, but we're still waiting on stuff to happen on uh, Brianna Taylor's case.
2: And there was another case of a of a of she she was protesting. Yeah. Did y'all see that? I shared that yeah. on Twitter, and I was like, what I did. Was it Tallahassee, Florida? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. -hmm. Young,
0: too. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. Right. And it's interesting because I think some, I was reading, you know, someone kind of making the analysis that this is what black women do. We stand for, you know, the community and we do all of that. But where, where are our, where, where, where do we receive our reprieve? Where do we receive Mm -hmm. our rest? Yes. Yes. That we march and stand. I mean, Black Lives Matter was created by black women. Right. Right. So that but where do we when do we actually receive that type of support?
1: Mm. Well, I mean, they literally passed a law before they arrested, you know, like, how do you pass a law? But you haven't even. It feels performative. It's mm. a law, though, but mm-hmm. also the people who did this, nothing has happened to them. Right. Mm-hmm. right administratively for now it's, ne- it's um, I, you know no it's unacceptable black women's bodies are just not up and and just the killing of it's just not up for debate it's just not in my opinion
0: yeah
1: no <laughs> black life you know but no black life you know is up for debate but when we see stuff, we're getting things moving, you know, but it's like so many people had to die and right. I, they didn't even mention the trans person uh, in, in
2: right. Florida right. that died. Like, help me to understand. We just, well, right. Cause cause then, cause then the conversation is, it's okay. Well, whose life matters then? Right. Mm-hmm. Is it certain black folk, mm-hmm. all
1: black people,
2: all, all black people. And um, Dr. Brittany Cooper had, you know, made a post and she was like, people were talking how, about how intersectionality is, is um, taking away from the point of the black lives. And it was like, no, I'm, because I'm black, you also need to care about my womanness, Right. Like they, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> right. with that. and you have to care about my transness. Like you have to, you have to care. You yeah. can't say I'm caring about black lives. And well, well, maybe not this black life.
0: Mm-hmm. No. I can't, separate. I, I can't separate who I am. Like, yeah. I am who I am. Oh, yeah. You will get all of this good loving. Oh. No at all. <laughs> and a yeah. friend
1: of mine brought something up to me. She, uh, uh, shout out to my friend Ashley, who brought up to me that, you know, we were talking and she, she was like, you know, this is, This is not even white privilege. Like we talk about white privilege, like this is a human rights issue. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we we use it as such like, oh, that's white privilege. If this were only about privilege, (laughs) it would be something completely different. Right. It it is about somebody's human rights being violated. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's problematic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But, you know, listen, who am I? I don't even know. Why
0: do we say stuff that's so profound and end it with <laughs>
1: who am I? <laughs> <laughs> because that's like- who we are. I'm moving all around. My, my, my battery's about to go. This is our life, y'all. This is what we do during the real broadcast. We
0: <laughs> So I'm going to switch to music. Uh, I see a topic. Uh, I don't know how long ago it was posted. But this issue, this conversation about mentors, um, mm-hmm. and you know, we're we're talking from a Black woman perspective. So once again, if you're tuning in, please let us know that you're here in the chat. Tell us where you're 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 at, your city, your state, um, and any topics that you want to discuss, especially as it relates to Black women. Um, and we're gonna get to that. So mentor, mentorship. We've had a we've had quite a few. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're focused on mentorship amongst black women. Um, and you know, me, I can't get enough to talk about mentorship, so uh-huh. it, it's hmm. a thing. Uh, and I always lead with you know, we don't always have to be competing against each other.
1: I don't know where I am. I'm trying to, like, okay, there it is.
0: Are you right there? Are
2: even Wait. did you say that we don't you said we don't always have to be competing against each other is right. that what you said
0: we don't always have to be competing um, yeah and there's this notion that there's room at the table you know if there's not then you create your own table and bring you know the people with you uh, but this sense of mentorship you know what does that look like is it necessary
2: it is Mentorship, uh, mentorship, sponsorship, all of that is necessary. And I think you've said something um, true in, in, in terms of that. Like, the idea that there can only be one, this whole... Um, there's 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 one chair and both of us and neither one of us can can you know I can't I want it but you can't have it and so I'm gonna make sure that you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I read I read something a while back that they were saying that type of mentality especially as it relates to pitting black women against each other is rooted in white supremacy. Oh, and thinking about that because at the end of the day white supremacy doesn't want either one of us to be here and so if it can get us to turn on each other to take each other out mm. instead of recognizing the power that we have together collectively.
0: Yeah. We,
2: we've, we've done the work of the oppressor.
1: Mm. Mm. That's good. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, two things. One, I believe that right now you can, people are like mentorship opportunities, like those black women who are leading our nation and they're doing different things look at all this free mentorship that you're getting Mm. all of these free resources like people are you you can look at your university and institution if you're in higher ed and you can see the people who could who are mentoring you by the decisions that they make by the Mm. words that they say by their Mm -hmm. actions and so I, i i definitely believe that mentors are necessary you know success I was literally talking to my niece who was like auntie i want to make it on my own i i you like you don't have to help me and i was like girl i got all these degrees so that i can help you so that you don't have to start at the bottom so that you have information, you have leeway, right? So, so we could, so, so that we can mentor you. That's why what we do, what we do, and we do it well, because we don't want people to have to have a lot of those same bumps in the road that we have. If I could help it, I don't right. want you to have them. Right. So right. if them are necessary, right. you will have some bumps anyway, you know, but the ones that I've already endured, they don't no need for you
2: to feel those again. <laughs> now, I wouldn't be a good steward of my position, I feel like I wouldn't be a good student of my position if I didn't ensure that if I have the knowledge, I don't talk to you about it. Like that, that that I don't make sure Mm -hmm. my whole role is to make sure that I can stand in the gap to have you be better than me so that Mm -hmm. you can be the next me wherever you go, whatever you decide to do. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: But I recognize that everyone doesn't believe that that's who they are and that's who they should be in these spaces. And yeah. like i
0: it always goes back to your level of self-awareness, mm-hmm. and where you are in your space, and how that's how you show up amongst other Black women. Um, mm-hmm.
2: it, it, but I think it's hard to identify that, right? Like it's it's hard to identify. But yeah. I also think to to Anne's point, you definitely have to recognize who people, you know, these performative ways that sometimes leadership shows up. Yeah. And Okay, so you said that you're about that, but the decision that you just made, or how you interacted with, or how I noticed you treated me with, that's all really telling.
0: And I I think about uh, the different generations of black women in Mm -hmm. the context of what we're going through right now and how that shows up.
1: And have you seen the meme? Well, so so there's this like T-shirt that I used to see that would say like we are not our ancestors. And then mm-hmm. I saw this this um, meme that basically was a picture of a black woman, like literally from like the sixties, 60s, probably sixties 60s, um, era, and protest that she was going at it, right? And so I think it's this attitude that like we like like we're not going to take the same stuff that they took. Everybody mm. has to pause and recognize <laughs> right. that the reason why we are standing on the, and oh. we have made as much project progress as we have is because they did not take anything. They right. were, and listen, yes, you know, we, we talk, get, get, get lit up by a fire hose, get bit by a dog. Mm. Then come holler at people about how we are not our ancestors. Right, and so I think this idea that you know, don't even get me started. Like that's a trigger.
0: That's on. a trigger
1: because we have so many people who think that they are inventing things.
0: Right? No, you're not. You, mm-hmm. may, you may have added something to something, but it ain't no new invention. You know, ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. New, what to say? Ain't nothing new under the car <laughs>
2: No, but so how do we not make the same mistakes if we don't understand the history that we come from?
0: Mm. Ooh, yes. You want us to be quiet, don't you,
2: Dollar? No, I mean, but you—you
0: you, you have to, and I—and
1: I think that that is so important. And I—I and I had that conversation with. You know, this has been a time we have had a million conversations. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I've just been in conversations about all kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. but when we look at the education system.
0: Mm, if yeah. the
1: purpose of education from his, from its inception was to create a more informed citizen, John Dewey, right? If that was the mm. purpose of education and mm. we are saying but when we look at how education is performed right mm-hmm. in black and brown neighborhoods, it looks very different right. than it does in, in, in predominantly white areas mm-hmm. in black and brown neighborhoods they wear they they are taught at an early age about discipline and focus, and wearing uniforms, and standing in line, and what, and and, and the consequences that don't happen, they're not taught about who they are, the history is, is watered down, and that is white and black, we're not talking about um, what it means to be an informed citizen, and then you go to a white neighborhood, and a white school, and not all, but you know what, a lot of those neighborhoods, those students don't have to wear uniforms, they don't they that they they are they have access to different courses they take a psychology and engineering and all these things in high school so when mm-hmm. we talk about how we have this designed and how we have developed our education system it actually has been been really degraded to a level where we are not it's about testing a lot of times. It's about what can we teach you that you can teach us back through you answering right. the test.
0: Don't get, don't, don't you talk about assessment. Don't
1: you I'm all for first. assessment. I'm all for assessment. But if you are, you tell me, Dr. K, if you present somebody with faulty information Mm. and then they give you back that faulty information, mm. are you truly assessing their knowledge? Nah,
0: you ain't, you're just doing something to be
1: doing it. That ain't even mm. a lot about who I am as a black person, right? If you tell me Christopher Columbus discovered America, but didn't tell me that Native Americans were already here, mm. that's what I regurgitate to you?
0: Is your assessment correct? No, that ain't even an assessment. That's just you doing what I want you to do. That ain't Never. assessment. Assessment recognizes the good, the bad, and the indifferent, mm-hmm. regardless of who's telling the story or who's collecting the data or who's participating in the data collection. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't get to to collect data and decide which pieces of the story should be told and to whom. You don't get to do that. Yeah. We don't. That's oh, my blood is boiling. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yep. That, that's what is. how can you how can we be in a, in, a, in a place of higher education and claim that we want to educate our students to be informed citizens we want them to get the job so that they can be um global leaders as, as most colleges say but when we do assessments we only do it to particular things so i, I know that you can write your name so let me just ask you how, how do you write your name or I know that you know what 2 plus 2 is, so I'm just going to ask you that. But you're not asking the right questions because you're fearful that you know you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing in the classroom or outside the classroom anyway. And it's going to come out. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I I digress.
1: But especially in student affairs, like, you know, what we are noticing, students are being very... Aware about how their student affairs, the people that they see in their living and in their support areas, how yeah. they look, and how much they do not
2: look like them. hmm hmm And that makes it really difficult, though. And when we want people to go into higher ed and specifically into student affairs, and we don't, and they don't see anybody who who looks like them, right? How do we know that it's possible? Mm-hmm. I didn't even
0: know it was a it was a career move.
2: Me either. No, I, I didn't. Know. I stumbled into student affairs. I think I went, I did a campus tour. Um, and they were, I was like, I think it's public admin. They're like, no, that's not, that's not what that is. What you interested in. That sounds like student affairs. I was like, that's a thing. You're right. Ain't nobody. Doing that.
1: Yeah.
0: We're not being educated. And and then of course it goes back to the mentorship and not seeing people that look like us in these spaces. So we're not, you know, messing with it. But and even. It is. It, it really is. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I think about you know, I think I mentioned this in the last episode that we did, you know, with COVID being here and how it kind of disrupted. Well, not kind of. How it disrupted from March until, you know, graduation. And students won't really focus on the academic. Mm-hmm. They were more concerned about the fact that I can't come to your office and just kick it with you. I can't meet up with my friends at the cast. Mm-hmm. I can't go to the, the 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 block party that's normally on Fridays just to hang out and listen to music.
2: I can't do that no more. Well, because you because I think what happens is that we create this sense of belonging. Oh, I see Jasmine.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out no,
2: Jasmine. Uh, out there doing her thing. Right? Yes, I, I, I think what happens is that, you know. It's also a sense of belonging mm-hmm. that, that when, when that com coming to the office is not, okay, I'm coming to the director of, you know, assessment, I'm coming to the director, you know, of black cities. I'm like, I'm, I'm coming, come, I'm coming because you are the one space that's safe for me on this campus. Mm-hmm. You are that one person out of all these other folks and all these other offices that are performative in terms of support. You are yeah. the one that I can seek that. Right. We love you we too, Janet. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Which was, and, I, and I do
1: think that the sense of belonging is hugely important, especially at uh, PWIs. You know, because you know people want to feel like, and you know what? Listen, there are a lot of student affairs professionals of all races, all ethnicities, all gen- that are very supportive. But sometimes you want somebody that, that has that shared cultural knowledge. And, and I, I don't know, I, well, I do, my, my feeling may be that just like I don't have the cultural historical knowledge of someone else, they don't have what I have. And so right. when a student comes to talk to me about something, you know, then that must mean that they need that. So that sense of belonging, and I think that that's one thing that, you know, we we have to look at as we go into the fall is how do we curate a sense of belonging? Because listen, uh, racism has been here for for 400 years. And let's be clear, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. We are still seeing, you know, as states are opening up, cases are rising and things like that. And so, but we still have a mission to educate.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: We love Jasmine.
0: We do. That's so it. You're, you're talking about a topic that I mean, put a, a well. I can't put a plug in because we're already at capacity. But webinar tomorrow, ACPA equity-minded assessment in the midst of COVID, and as we move into the fall, what does that look like? And so I'm getting a lot of convers or having a lot of conversations about what what does sense of belonging, what does well-being, what does student engagement look like mm. going into the fall. Where, yeah. you know, some spaces are going to be virtual, all, some going to be hybrid. You think about housing. What that? What is that going to look like?
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: on top of that, how do you assess all of that?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So the biggest thing for me that I think about in all of this is the first thing I want to ask students is that about their well-being. Yeah. I don't care if you know how to do this or know how to do that. What's your mental state?
2: Yeah. I, I think,
0: think you that. must do the activity and then check your mental state again.
2: You, you know, it's interesting. Right. Right. When um, George Floyd passed, like when he was murdered, mm-hmm. um, I had a class right right after that. And it was rough and I was raw and uh, I wanted to be really transparent in that. I think I think uh, we don't always um, have professors who are going to just be open with that. And I was like, listen, I'm human and I'm I'm a black woman first. I'm your professor, mm-hmm. but I'm a black woman. And so this hits me in a very specific way. Yeah. But I also wanted to say I, before I was like, I know you all see what we have to do today. And we do have a long list of things. But I want to know, how are you coming into this space? Yes. I want to give space. And, and the interesting thing is that I knew I did not have the capacity and I have colleagues who are doing the same. Who were sharing the same. And I knew that I was not in the space to give the full capacity to that question and what that could mean. But to not do that was so counter what we preach in higher ed and mm-hmm. in the student affairs. And I use preach, you know, intentionally, but it was counter all of that. Going business as usual, and saying, okay, and, and that also makes me think to your to to your point in the fall, in going business as usual, how is that? antithetical to what we say we do as educators hmm. it's opposite because so there has to be a thought there has to be a shift
0: it, it will have to
2: um
0: I, I you know i have the mental health check-in in my at my desk and so when people walk in faculty staff or students, the first thing that they do is they move my little smurf man where their mental health is because I know we can't have a real conversation if you're mm-hmm. struggling right now. Yep. I don't feel real. Yep. So that's not telling me you need to tell me all about what you're struggling about. But if I know you're struggling, I know my words, I know the way we're approaching this conversation has to be shifted. Mm-hmm. We don't do that enough. And we have students coming into our spaces that we don't check mental health, we don't even check our own. And then they walk out with all of that and you don't know what's going on, and then whatever happens, and you want to say, well, they were just in my office. They seemed fine. Yeah.
2: I think there needs to be some training, though, too. Because I think, I I don't know if, I don't know that if I can, I don't know if I can expect a professor who's not, um, I don't know that I can expect someone who has not been introduced into that type of literature, that type of knowing, that type of whatever, to be able to lead because cause when you have those types of conversations, it is a you never know. you could yeah. have a, all lives matter. all lives matter, black lives yeah. matter. it doesn't matter conversation and it goes absolutely left. And so yeah. there has to be a way. So as we as we think about what does the fall look like, mm-hmm. we also have to think about how do we train people to show up for their students. In those ways, yeah, because it is going to be a different situation, and we can't just expect them to. Well, of course you know, right? No, they don't.
0: Yeah, they—they're
2: trained in their subject matter. They're trained in their things, yeah. but we have to think about that in the fall as well. Yeah,
0: it—it—it it, it, it has to be mandatory, and not just because of what's going on there. It should have always been mandatory. That compassion piece, you know. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't leave buildings. We leave people. Ah. That's true. Go I remember ahead. how you how you how you treated me. I mm-hmm. remember what you said. You know, it's not necessarily the place and where you said it. It's what mm-hmm. you said. I remember the Mm-hmm. Like I would tell people this life I live ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just a vessel here being put here by God to fulfill a purpose. But I know everybody mindset ain't like that. Right. Yeah. But as far as me and my office. <laughs> <laughs> you better mix we're gonna have some mental health check-ins because some days, some days I need you to know that I put my smurf on the purple to say that I'm struggling right now. I need you yeah. to know that I'm struggling. I don't have 100% to give. But I have
1: right. a sense to have a conversation with you. Right. And I, and I, I, I remember doing that with a student. <laughs> and I'm I just being very transparent, like, as professionals, you know, we don't have all the answers. No, we don't. We don't. And you know what? There are times when we, we are struggling. I'm a proponent. I'll tell Listen. We need I need y'all to we I need to go to therapy. I go to therapy and I need you to do the same if that's what you need because I think that we have so stigmatized, you know, reaching out for help because you should be able to. Like why not? Because you're you're human and right. human people may need human people to help them, right? You cannot mm-hmm. sit and be a receiver all day. At some point you have to be able to to unload and get some of that off of your mind and out of your just out of the who you are, you know. I I took a I, I took a three day weekend last weekend because, you know, especially with everything that's going on, you know, there's just like this, you need to support students, you know, let's see. It was just so much happening. And I was like, okay, enough. I had stopped working on my dissertation because I didn't have the capacity right. to do both. And, and, you know, in that moment, I just needed to stop.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Quinella. I love it. Therapy is a required maintenance.
1: Yes, it is.
2: It's, it's important. And I don't think we talk about it enough. I mean, I know that there's some fields. Um, a friend of mine is a psychiatrist and she said it was required for them Um, in their program that, um, yeah, I think it was like semester one. They were like, okay, so where you, you don't have to tell us who you are seeing, but we need to know that you are seeing somebody. And that's something that I don't think that we do in higher ed. It's just like, you're just expected to be this giver, giver, giver. And no one ever really says, okay, but what if the giver can't give anymore? What if you don't have anything And the truth of the matter? Um, there's so many, you know, if, if anyone's on black staff, like that is an awesome space created by a black woman. And um, and there was they've had, you know, check ins and really just trying to make sure that, you know, because nobody's checking in on us unless we check in on us.
0: And we barely do that. Right?
2: right.
1: But they oh, are you. checking in to make sure you can do more work. look <laughs> um, get this yep. done.
0: You get <laughs> <it>? Are <laughs> you <laughs> done? <laughs>
1: No. But at the same time, I have a whole like I, I have a list of curated responses to people to, that say, "You know, how are you doing during this time?"
0: <laughs> What's your response?
1: It's a literal email, and it has resources. You know, my internal response is, "Why didn't you check in before this? I've been black for my whole life."
0: Woo! Wait a minute! Woo! <laughs> Look, I got to cross listen my leg up. on that one. What? I, I, I got to sit. What? <laughs> all my life. <laughs> listen, not just the last couple of months, but all my natural born life, I've been black. What you have been, been black. black. You know, also,
1: if we want to revisit the stuff, well, want to revisit some of the stuff that you said to me in meetings.
0: Mm. And that you said mm.
1: to me. In, in different spaces and environments that was culture, that was insensitive.
0: Cause You know we documented it. I got receipts.
1: And all the time. And then, you know, and here's the thing, there are some people that have checked in on me that I'm like, yeah, they are my, they have been accomplices from jump. That's a different conversation. Yeah. But if you never talk to me,
2: you never say anything to me,
0: but because I'm black, and what's going on? How
2: are you doing? Listen, you know what? I had. Can I be transparent? I had someone in my inbox I haven't heard from in twelve years, asked me to send them some resources during this this time, and I'm so thankful for my wonderful ally, ally uh, Dr. Catherine. She's thebomb.com, and I was like, friend, I can't. And that signal. Hey, I'm 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 about to let somebody know. So I need you. Can you be me? Because I mean it was a valid question. It was great. Woo woo woo. Woo woo woo. Woo 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 in the words of Sinclair, but not now. Right. Not now. I you
0: know, depending on the the moment that I would have been in had I saw that. Uh-huh. Seek the true source, God. Period. <laughs> <laughs> <You cannot> do- <laughs> Nobody do you like Jesus going to do you.
1: I don't believe. You know what? That's a whole You know, there's all kind of Google Docs now going around with like all these right. different resources and stuff like that. It's like, you know, one of the things that I have been intentional about. I mean, obviously, I am an educator. That is part of my job. But it is not my job to educate you in all things Black come through that come that, through. that can't it can't you know why because I only get paid for one job and that sounds like 30 years of stuff that you did not get from your home from your education <laughs> from your own personal reading now what I can do is is gear is, is like you know steer you toward these resources that are available to you to look at what you need to look at to to do what you need to do
2: listen, Google is available for everybody. It is 24 hours a day. Yes. And it doesn't even charge you. You know, it's like, what, what am I gaining? I know how, I know where the resources are, but you know, now I did, I did break down and send some resources to somebody because we were close. So I was like, here you go. And I think that that's absolutely fair, but I think that Again,
1: I'm just not here for your performative ways. So if I know that you just, (laughs) that that when I send this, hit this send button, that you're not going to read anything that I send to you.
0: Not nothing.
1: You're not even going to open the email. It makes me want to put a read receipt on the email. That's what it makes me
0: want to do. No, do it. They do it anyway. Not a read receipt. This is what I'm going to do. I may put uh-huh. a in your seat, I may not. Either way, I'm gonna follow up. Hey, how did you like that article yeah, about exactly? Things. Uh uh oh, so you got me sending you stuff that you so you got me wasting my time? What, next time I'm gonna
2: yours. Quinella, that's awesome. You said you won't learn nothing in a crash course um empathy or black people. Yes. You say a word. We have been
1: here for 400 years, and so my little few texts to you is not going to give you. There are so many things, you know, so many resources out here available. You know, and people are really, huh?
0: Reactive.
1: People are really out here, though, trying. You know, I heard, I I literally heard a young lady in a speech that she gave in front of a town hall meeting. You know, she was like, you know, because I guess somebody had gotten up and said, All lives matter. And so she said something to the effect of, you know, Blue Lives Matter. She said something to the effect of blue is the color of the shirt that they wear. Mm. So we have to be careful when we say that somebody else's life mat life matters over other. It's just too much. It's too much to the point where I gotta stay off of social media because it's so mm. heavily. Injured. We are seeing, we are seeing lynchings on TV. We are seeing yeah, yeah. People Murdered and brutalized And you cannot tell me That that does not impact a person's Psychological well-being Oh yeah
0: And then criticize them for going to counseling.
1: That's all I'm saying We have got to start Allowing people You know and also A little bit of me is just like Once I send you these resources on being black Then I have to send you a resource On how being the black culture is not monolithic.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. okay. Now let's talk about that. <laughs> like literally, do. I never start educating.
0: Listen. I can't do it. <laughs> we all have different experiences. I can't do it. That's it's I just do. like a domino effect. I see you this. Now I got to you this. Now I got to do this. Now I got to do that. Now I um, got to
1: have a book club with you. Now I got to have discussions on my lunch hour. No, I doing it. I'm not then doing I got to give you the concerts. What? No! no. no listen. <laughs> then I got to introduce you to Luther Vandross. I don't have the time. No.
2: Listen, listen. They got one, you know, BuzzFeed put out great articles. I sent, I sent that out a couple of times. I was like, here's white fragility. Here's how to be anti-racist. Take some time. Mull it over. Call Jesus, you know.
1: Please do. <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, it's exhausting. And, and because, we shouldn't be expected to though. Right. Right. Like <laughs> what is it that, that placed my feeling, our feelings on the back burner just so that you could be educated and, and educated mm. around my pain. Like what is it that my pain needed to be secondary to your effort to be educated? What is that? Hmm.
1: Uh and also I want to shout out another book so my associate director Joe Flynn wrote a book called White Fatigue and I think that it like is White Fatigue Rethinking Resistance for Social Justice right I I think that we need to talk how we're educating people is problematic
0: very much so
1: and I just want to point out this just just read the books read the books. And how about this? You reach out to the authors and talk to them and have a book chat with them. Like, Definitely. I don't know. No. You,
2: you know, I think it was, um, it may be Ash. I think Ash is actually doing a book study for white academics to um, unpack and discuss um, anti-blackness. Like that's literally what they're doing. I was like, come on,
1: can it um, be led by Dr. Lori Patton Davis? But
2: anyway. Uh,
1: <laughs> They're not
2: ready. So I, I It's led by, because the idea is kind of get your people. So it's yeah. led by woke, continuously woke, you know. Woke
0: I want to shift gears a little because we, we've been on here a little over an hour. So we're gonna, Really? Yeah, we we're going to come to the end. I want to shift. I can't do this without giving recognition to um, where I've spent the last uh, eight years of, of my career um, and, and move it in a sense of the space of blackness and being at an HBCU.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, none, none of us went to an HBCU. Oh. Um, so we, we can't speak to that. And I can only speak to the administrative side. Um, and with all that is going on and seeing how our black students, and not saying that we are all black, but, you know, for most, it's, what, 80, 70, between 70 and 90% black students, um, but how they show up and how they're going to show up on our campuses. And our our HBCUs are known for, for one, we were created because the white people didn't want us educated. I think they knew then, if these Negroes, get educated, if these Negroes get educated, woo, we in some trouble. Right. And they right. <laughs> we getting educated and some of y'all going to be in some trouble. Um, but the way, like for instance, at a t the Greensboro Four, you know, everybody knows about the Greensboro Four, the, the, the sit-in movement and how we have, you know, given the foundation for that. And now our students are on these campuses, and then they're going out protesting, doing all these different things to raise awareness. And how that's going to show up in the midst of a a, a health pandemic, Um, in the midst of, because of the pandemic, you know, resources are being cut. And I think that's any college. Um, we're already systematically low on the totem pole. Let's just be honest in terms of resources at at some institutions and they're still being cut. Um, and then I I, I think about, we talked about sense of belonging and there's a conversation about sense of belonging at HBCs too, just because I'm I'm black don't mean I, I feel like I belong here. Yeah. And we don't have that conversation enough. And when I bring it up to certain people, they're like, what you mean? Y'all black, y'all good. I'm like, no, no. Cause we all got different experiences. You know, a black person coming from California, Greensboro, North Carolina, that's different. Mm. That's a that's a different conversation, different vibe. Um, and I've been on this kick now about accessibility and assessment and how we bring a sense of belonging to our students that may have documented impairment. Mm. Right? And what that looks like, not just in the midst of what we got going on now, but just in general. Um, and, you know, also the LGBTQ community, um, that, that topic at HBCU and sense of belonging. Um, and, and shout out to, to what, what was it, bill? Something was passed in the Supreme Court.
2: Um, oh, yeah. It was workplace discrimination for, for, LGBTQ. for LGBTQ, which is amazing.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm just thinking about so many things at our institutions. And, and I'm not just talking about HBCUs. now. I'm just talking about in general that we have missed the mark. Mm. Going back to what Ann said about the hiring practices. Hiring people just because we went to school with them or we know them, but we don't really know that work ethic. Mm. <sighs> just because you sit wine with me don't mean you know how to type papers with. <laughs> I just say
1: it. and just because you say it out of your mouth, right, that doesn't mean that you can actually do that particular job right we already got enough well, you know what and don't say that and yeah, we, we like listen.
0: It. come on we got a few more minutes get into no it. we don't.
1: no we have we already got we what? already got too many people in
2: leadership
0: ah yeah yeah come on
2: but but can but can we talk about once we get them there like what do you do to support them and to retain them that can we have that compensate that part because you get them in there, yes. But if you don't think about ways to retain them, to support them mm-hmm. when they report things and all of that, then yes, you you left them to the fin for the wolves is what you've done. Listen, we're gonna
0: have some we're gonna have some amazing episodes.
2: I cannot wait for the rest of this season. It's clear
1: we yes. got something
0: to talk about. We do. What yeah,
1: books y'all reading? In, uh, while we are on, what is yeah? What, what are you reading?
0: Yeah, come on, chat with us as we as we get ready to close this thing out. What are some songs that are resonating with you um, to keep you going? What are some books that you're reading? Uh, we have a Spotify. We have a Goodreads list. Um, so yeah. we want to add that.
2: Um,
0: and if anybody wants to shout out a black woman, please do that. We, we, we give recognition to the black women in our lives. They don't have to work in higher ed, just in general. If you want to shout out a black woman, do that. Um, so so please, please indulge with us for the last five or, five or six minutes, um, right. As we wrap up, uh, and, I so many
2: and I see Erica was telling, and, and sorry Erica, you said earlier you you had said that your master's program required, yeah, um, mental health counseling. We forgot to call that out, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's yeah. a very
0: true thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm reading, okay, so I'm reading Bell Hooks, uh, uh-huh. All About Love. Mm. what a good book oh my gosh so i'm reading that i'm also reading um by dr venus evans winters uh black women no black feminist theory and qualitative inquiry i believe
0: is the name of the book yeah
2: she's at illinois state that was my where i graduated
0: from she
1: is the bomb you know we had her at niu she's the bomb that book is the bomb and i'm also Mm -hmm. reading um So I'm also reading Anna Julian Cooper's Voice of the South. Listen,
0: Mm, uh, those were
1: written back then. And so shout out to uh, Julesy. So she's a YouTuber and she has a smart brown girl book club. And that book club creates syllabi. And you can buy, if you're not in the book club, you can purchase the syllabi. So I purchased the syllabi for Voice of the South. And it is so helpful.
2: Wow. Wait, okay, how, how do you say it's on, because I love reading. So you said it's on Ju- Julesy stuff?
1: Her name is Julesy. I think it's J-O-U-Z, uh, J-O-U-L-Z-E-Y. And the uh, the name of it is the Smart Brown Girl Book Club. Smart Brown Girl Club. Ooh. Smart Brown Girl Book Club. And so I would say, she they have been reading some really good books. So I'm
0: trying to find a book that I'm reading momentum
1: and for songs let me tell you so if you have apple music they like have like a favorites and so they update my favorites i have been just jamming so one song that is is—it's a song by chloe and Haley called do it i love it yes the whole I new it. Sheer, her whole new cd yes it's a song on there called be it's
2: not even a song it's like an interlude i love it i love the whole cd the, 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 whole, the whole CD is the bomb. Yes. Like the, the, the song, you know, like keeps happening. Like that that yeah. one with Tasha Cobb take, takes me in all the way yeah. in. I, need to, I, I feel like this is the summer, but I feel like I haven't been able to calm down. I want to kind of restart my reading. Um, I need to. Um, I'm looking at Teaching to Transgress Bell Hooks. Okay. That one. Um. I'm revising my syllabi, wanting to continue to push it to be critical because I want people to come out radically wanting to change the face of what we do in practice. And so if I can do that with my little 28 students, I want to be able to do it. So, yeah, that's what I'm reading. I got the
0: book. I need to actually keep reading it. (laughs) (laughs) But this is what I am reading. Ooh. Oh, is okay. that a new one? Uh, I don't know. I bought it when we were in Ash in Oregon. I bought it when we were in Oregon. It's a two, it's a two-book series. Oh, okay. So, as most people know, my aspirations is to be a, 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 a chancellor president, more um, specifically at an HBCU. And so I want to read what's being written and apply it to what I know so that when I get into to that position, I'm a well-rounded leader.
2: You I better, love it. You better um, get it. So I do. And I do want to come back. I meant to say, I want to go back and and look at Eloquent Rage again.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, let me, since we're talking about books and black women, let me shout this book out. Yes. Come on. And if you peep the colors, my soror. <laughs> But that's
1: does you no what, y'all have y'all take over for 2020.
0: Okay. Don't so, I just want to <laughs> shout out the good curvy doctor, uh, Dr. Janelle Simmons on her book. Um, so I, I do want to shout out that. As far as music, what's heavy on my rotation is um, Sammy's new CD album, Such is Life. He has a song on there, uh, called Peace, and it just resonates with. Me and everything that I'm going through or experiencing right now in life. So, good vibes, good people. Hey, don't do me like that.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, I'll well, do. we
1: just want to thank y'all. Thank. I, I want to thank you all because I miss this space. I miss y'all. Uh, y'all yeah. are like. This is like. You know, and I want to thank everybody for joining us and and hopping on live and and, and spending and taking your time, and even you know for the replay, you know replaying it and 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 sitting with us. We we hope that you will check us out. We are on Google Podcasts, um, SoundCloud. An Apple Podcast, right? Right, right? And so you can definitely d- don't just you know listen to our episodes, share our episodes, leave us a review, um, because that's how people will find us. The more mm-hmm. the reviews, so so leave reviews under under episodes, and and so yeah. And yeah. if you
2: want, there's something on your heart that you want to talk about, you know, submit that as a topic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. There's an email address, blackwomenvoices at gmail.com. Uh,
1: we're uh, also on Instagram.
0: Yeah, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we want to we want to give space to black women. Um, yes. We want to give space yes. to our stories, um, to our experiences. Not to, to belittle anyone, but just give recognition to what we're going through and how we're mm-hmm. um, rising, continually to rise. Mm-hmm.
1: um So we yeah, and shout out to our person that runs our Instagram that helps us with the Instagram and with the the Twitter and no we
0: no does she have a Twitter?
1: Yeah, thank Erica. Thank you, Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Listen, we cannot yeah. do what we do without people. Shout out to to Dr. K who who holds it all the way down. <laughs> Dr. K, is a, um, she's the best uh, producer ever, guys. She's the best ever. producer. She's so driven. She's like,
2: yo, what about this? Be like, we don't know. We
1: don't Maybe. know, girl. Yeah, we'll get on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Jasmine, we miss you. We we look forward to. We look forward you soon. to
0: yeah seeing you and talking with you bringing you in. Like we,
2: uh, this
0: is. I think we were talking the other um, week about. How much we we need this space just for us, us mm-hmm. um, yeah. and we don't realize—well, we didn't realize how much it meant until we didn't have it.
2: Yes, so. yeah, because we took a we took a little break. We took a month break. Yeah.
0: So I, I am appreciative <laughs> of you all um, and for honoring this 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 vision, this idea to get this thing started. And like we in we in the second half of season two. Mm -hmm. let's get it and we still all have never been in the same place together
1: we'll make it happen in 2021 don't worry about that
0: right (laughs) you said (laughs) 2021 not not this year oh it's not going to happen in 2021 (laughs) 2021 it's done you know it's better to be safe (laughs) like it's already December (laughs) it's done (laughs) It okay. feels like
1: it. It's like it, yesterday it was January. Today is June. Almost July. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah. I I I I couldn't think of better co-host. Aww.
1: Dr. Aww. K Love. Uh, it's gonna be a little tear. We're gonna give it. her hugs when we see her. She hates hugs, y'all. We're gonna give yeah, her hugs.
0: <laughs> She's like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Me, you know, I'm still be for you know, COVID might still be out there, so just
1: oh, here we go, here we go,
0: <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I, I really am appreciative of you all. Um, the conversations that we have, you know, even after the recording, we, we still talk almost every day, if not every other day, checking in on one another, we're real. This is real life. This ain't pretend. This ain't one of those, right. oh, we like this on on air. And when you hear us, this is real. This is who we are. This um is. Yeah. Uh, and thank once again, thanks to all that, that came on. Um, not sure everyone who was here, but those who have commented, we thank you. Um, representing different spaces. Um yeah, I'm I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah, I, I really am. So
2: I'm I'm excited. I got some last minute things, Diane. Before take we care of yourselves.
1: Yeah, wash your hands and register
2: to vote and then vote and okay. and then vote. And if you need to disengage from social media for your own well being, that's okay too.
1: Yeah. Practice self care. Come on, self care on the screen. I love y'all.
0: Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> i to using that word all willy nilly. I mean, I like y'all.
1: Stop Dr. K.
0: <laughs> we're not
1: doing it. We're not going to do it on live. We're just, we're no, not. She loves us. She, she does. Is. Don't <laughs> worry about it, folks. It's real.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all, people have the shirt. Oh, yes. We're so, thinking about getting these shirts back out on the scene so y'all can purchase them. Um, Proceeds go to help and do things like this because um, SoundCloud ain't free. Be Live ain't free. So, yeah, and we're going to be using those funds for professional development to give out scholarships for for Black women in higher ed too. So, be on the lookout for that. All right, so we we signing out. We had Goodbye. the chat. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Black Women Voices. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Black Women Voices. Until next time, peace and blessings to you all.